see how many interruptions we got to put up with. Good Norman, why do you have mushrooms in your desk drawer? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Richard's Radio Adventures. My name is Richard, JB5JBV, and we're going to see how many interruptions we have put up with while we're recording this episode. I'd like to welcome you all back, and uh, it has been a very, very active couple of weeks. I would like to thank those of y'all that have come by and uh, uh, gone ahead and signed up over at Patreon. Don't forget about Patreon. Patreon will allow you, if you should wish to do so, and there is no requirement for these shows. You are welcome to them, uh, to enjoy them, you know, all that, whatever you want to do, as long as it's not illegal or uh, uh, immoral. Yeah. So, it's been a really busy bit. No, wait a minute. We need to go back to Patreon because uh, I got so much to tell y'all. Uh, back to Patreon. You can go over to Patreon, sign up for a, a monthly contribution to help us pay the bills, you know, server fees, uh, equipment, that kind of stuff. Uh, we don't require anybody to pay for these episodes. They are for you. And since this one's kind of me ripping on a point, uh, I we are going to have re- resonant frequency back sometime soon, but... Occasionally, these may not be the most family-friendly, as I was told uh, this week, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But you are my people, my my countless multitudes, not just here in the U.S., but in Canada, South America, Europe, and Asia. I have I know that you are out there listening, and I appreciate every minute. So. Go over and take a look at Patreon. We also, if you prefer to do it one time, we do have a link on the website at www.rfpodcast.info where you can make a donation through PayPal. Uh, Whichever might suit you, or if it doesn't suit you, well, there's no harm in that. So, what have we been having going on this week? All right, the uh, Amateur Radio Club here in Kaufman County. We've been steadily working on that. Uh, We did lose our uh, interim club secretary, so I'm back to doing 99.973% of the work uh, trying to get this thing going. And uh, luckily, we have been contacted by a local church who wishes to allow us to start having our club meetings there. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but that's okay too. I don't care. We've got to get the bodies in the rooms so we can start moving that thing forward. And the uh, whole point is right now, at least we've got a place to meet. We have a talk group down on uh, 
TGIF. If any of y'all would like to join us down there, you're welcome to do so. On TGIF, we are at uh, 75142 is the talk group number. It is labeled Kaufman County Amateur Radio Association. You do not have to be a member to come use the talk group. We invite each and every one of you to come visit with us. Uh, also, I have opened up a couple more Discord servers. Uh, we have one for Resonant Frequency slash Richard Radio Adventures over there on Discord. We also uh, have added one for Kaufman County Amateur Radio Association. We have also added another one for Kaufman County Aries. So y'all go on over uh, if you need a, if for some reason it requ requires you to need an invite, send me an email out and I'll get you an invite. But I think we have it set up where you can just go on over and go track it down and sign up. We do voice. Occasionally we do video down there. Uh, there's also some text uh, channels. I mean, it's, it's a pretty sweet deal. I wish I could get more of my, my loyal, loyal public to come down there so I could interact with y'all more. We're also available on the other, other places. I don't know how many of y'all actually go over to the website, but all our social media contacts are posted posted there. And this is not a pimp in the website thing. We're talking about the Amateur Radio Club. So we do were contacted by the church. I'm in the process of taking that. The uh, club members have overwhelmingly agreed. So I need to get back with them and let them know. And we will be starting to have our uh, first meetings here. All righty. Uh, currently, unfortunately, we still don't have communication. Uh, I have a gentleman who's a repeater owner here in the county. Uh, well, let me back up. I've said this before and probably beat it in the ground, but I live in a county where we have three functioning, no, two functioning repeaters. If you go look on a repeater book or something, you'll see three. One of them, the uh, gentleman has appeared to have shut it down. Uh, we have a second one that is up, operating, and really seems strong enough at my location to uh, cover the entire county. And we're going to turn Droid Star off, and we'll get back to that. I'm actually testing Droid Star so uh, I can bring it to y'all in a little bit. But uh, the second gentleman has a repeater that would probably suit our purposes with countywide coverage. However... I can't get in contact with the guy. If I could get in contact with the guy, I would have to, you know, make some kind of deal with him because uh, initially or in the past, uh, this repeater has been associated with the Armadillo Intertie, which I have probably spoken about before. I think I probably have. And if it is still part of the Intertie, then we will not be able to use it. You have to be a friend of somebody who's already a member of the Intertie. And then you have to pay a fairly large membership fee to be on that network. Now, I, that's always been a sticking point for me since I, they were around when I got licensed. It was a sticking point for me because they're taking frequencies, locking them down, and treating them like uh, they own them. But I'm not the FCC, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to make waves on that. I got too many, too many pans in fire. So at this point, we have one more. The repeater owner is the one I'm working with who has a 70 centimeter machine. Unfortunately, this guy's got a day job and he is dragging his feet a little bit. 
And I can't blame him for that. He has other priorities. He's like all the rest of us. He got family and work and life. Well, I don't have a life, but most people do. So uh, we're still working on that. That's why we've gone with a talk group down on TGIF. And we are slowly making our way forward on the Kaufman County Amateur Radio Association. If y'all would like to check it out, it does have a website. And that is... And he reaches into his hat and pulls out the address. That would be www.kcara.net. www.kcara.net. It'll be in the show notes, guys. Oh, and ladies. So, let's move on to Ari. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. We have accumulated in the last month at the Kaufman County Amateur Radio Club 10 members. So uh, that's why this church deal is so sweet, because now we can finally get 10 guys, in a, 10 folks in a room and start talking. So over to the Aries group. Our Aries group is coming along swimmingly. Now, considering the area we're in, which is mostly rural, there are two, three, three cities that in the rest of the world would be pretty good size, but here in Texas, they're kind of small. But that's okay, because they have shopping, ample shopping, ample parking, public service. I mean, doggone, we even got water. You know, you can't beat it. So uh, the Aries group is pretty dispersed. We currently have 10 members there also. Not all the same from the radio club, but we also have 10 members there also. And we are spread way out due to lack of coverage with a repeater. Um, we are trying to, we are looking into ways to make contact. I have requested, uh, from several repeater owners just outside of the county, uh, to be able to use their machines if we behave ourselves. And I still haven't heard back from them. If you, uh, any of you know Billy McDonald over in Mesquite, Texas, or, uh, the area guys over in, uh, Garland, or even the Rockwall Rockwall Amateur Radio Club. Uh, have them get in touch with me because we could really use a way to get our people together. I myself, y'all have heard about my situation where uh, being able to get on the radio is involved. And it would be difficult for me to operate Simplex. If I was back at uh, Studio One, uh, I sure do miss Studio One. If we were back at Studio One... It wouldn't be a problem for me because we sat on top of a ridge that circles Dallas, Dallas County and Fort Worth and had my antennas, uh, my VHF antennas up. I think they were up 30, 30, 30 or 40 feet. And I could talk all the way across Dallas County on Simplex without any problem at all and never even have to overheat my radio. Mostly because at one time uh, I was running packet as well, and if I really needed a boost, I had a 170-watt amplifier sitting on the desk. That's not quite the case here, and I might need to go dig that amp out because it does have a preamp on it. Make life a little easier. So, uh, in the case of that, where the positive side is, uh, most of my guys went and operated field day. Uh, I have a, a go-getter named uh, Colton. Uh, I can't remember his call at the moment. He just changed it. WC, no, W3CEW, Colton. Uh, he just got his vanity call, 
and he has been working as liaison to some of the uh, counties further east for me. Uh, we're trying to, I've spoken to the ECs out there, and we are, they're on the same page I am. I would like for us in the case of some kind of issue where Aries has to be involved, we have a pretty seamless transition, or it is seamless in the way we work if we are all there at the same time. Things are going, kids. Things are going. Things are really looking up here in Kaufman County, Texas. Now that I've put you all to sleep, and we're about halfway through the episode, let's move on to the thing I really want to get at this time. Quite honestly, you need to thank this guy. I had not had the opportunity to uh, pin down what I was going to bring to y'all this time. However, thank God, Andrew the Canadian. Yes, Andrew the Canadian. I would like you to know that I got a uh, got an email from a gentleman uh, whose name is James, VA3SMU. I believe he's in Ontario. And, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the graphy part, kids. Um... If you attack my show, you attack my website, you presume to comment on the way I pursue these shows, please know that if um, you ask me to do something I ain't going to do, and most of y'all know by now what I ain't going to do, if you ask me to do something that I ain't going to do, I'm going to politely tell you that I can't do that. If you persist, well, these shows are like my kid, like my own kids. I feel as strongly about these shows as I do my own biological children, grandchildren, even uh, my stepchildren, step grandchildren, and stuff. So, asking me to change something that you volunteered to go look at or listen is not within me. So, let me read you the email. Uh, hi, Richard. I'm reaching out to you to ask. If you wouldn't mind changing up the imagery on your Resonant Frequency podcast website. I was listening to your episode on Beware Root Hams and appreciated how much emphasis you put on the song selection being family friendly by filtering out the songs with objectionable content. Personally, I'd love to recommend your podcast to my students, but can't because I know that the women I teach would find the use of barely-dressed women in describing your podcast objectionable, not family-friendly, in other words. Thanks, James, VA3SMU. Well, James, thank you for your, for your input, but kiss my butt. Um, there were two more emails that got exchanged back and forth. And before it was over with, I had explained that, yes, we are currently doing a rebrand on the website to try and get more of the more, oh, doggone it, more outstanding pieces of artwork off of there. Because I didn't pick these ladies because they were some old gal with a hat with a ball cap on backwards and uh, wearing a, a work shirt down at some uh, flea market time, type ham fest. Uh, the visuals go, don't go with the audios. The audio doesn't go with the uh, articles. You know, I try to give y'all some variety. And the fact of the matter is, when I started Resonant Frequency, oh, so many years ago, 
having that particular motif on the website, uh, it helped. The other side of it is I reminded uh, in one uh, one of the emails, I reminded James that I'm an independent podcast. We do not do a commercial show. We do not charge people to listen. We do not have advertising. Well, other than on the website, we have some trying to pay the bills, of course. But we do not have it in the actual podcast themselves. I have been approached over the years by ICOM to do some commercial work for them on our podcast. I have a friend named Richard uh, over at Main Street, uh, Main Street Trading Company in Paris, Texas, who I would dearly love because I believe in him, believe in his business and what he does in the amateur radio community. I would dearly love to place some ads on here for him. However, I do not. The only real ads you ever hear on here are for this show, Resident Frequency, uh, strangely enough, even though it didn't last very long, and even from time to time, my good old buddy Russ over at Linux in Hamshack. So this, this is out of my pocket, and that's one of the things I explained to James, is that I have done hours and hours of research. I have learned how to build my own website. I have spent hours cutting and mixing and adding and finding music and artwork and all this other stuff. I've done all this stuff. And that's one of the reasons that resonant frequency kind of slowed to a stop because I had so many hours in the two weeks. I think we were releasing in two week intervals at that point. I had so much I needed to do to make that show what it was in a, a two week period that I had to kind of let the thing go because I have family, I have to have jobs, I have, I mean, I'm, I'm the same as the rest of you folks. So I was telling him that, yes, we're doing a slow, slow rebrand on the website, try and get some of the more uh, exciting elements off of there. And I told him, but sadly, I really don't think that uh, we will ever get rid of Charlotte. Now, I call her Charlotte. I have no idea what her name is. I've never met her. I've never had any contact with her. I don't know who she is. When I was initially finding artwork for the original website, which, <laughs> oh my lord, I can't even get the WordPress template that uh, that background behind her uh, I can't even get that template anymore. It's They're out of business. But where she came from is a separate picture I found online. And she has been our mascot. She and I have been together 16 years. 16? Yeah, I think that's about right. We've been together about 16 years. And she exemplifies what I hope I would see from anybody else who was had a pair of headphones on and listening to our show. And I explained to him that, you know, quite honestly, she will probably never leave the website. Some of the rest of them, okay, I'm not really that attached to. You know, uh, there's a gal holding a camera where we have our videos, and she's been around a while. There's uh, another one <laughs> who, uh, yeah, I'm going to have trouble letting go of her too, but she is uh, dressed a little skimpily. A little skimpily. But the fact of the matter is, my website, I'll put the artwork on there I want. 
And that's the bottom line on the whole thing, kids. If you do not like what's on the website, don't go to the website. If you don't want to look, if you don't want to listen to an episode because of the picture that comes up on iTunes or whatever when you're over there looking around, don't look at them. If you don't want to hear what's in these shows, don't listen to them. But I'll tell you right now, there's only a couple of us now that have been able to make it go over the year, make a go over the years. There's only a couple of us left. And you'll be hearing some phrases here in a minute that uh, were actually in some of the emails. But at the time I started, there were a couple of show, a couple of amateur radio shows that, uh, they were pretty sad. And I started this thing with a USB microphone I bought at Walmart, an old crappy uh, computer I had at the time. And from them, most of them have gone by the wayside. There was Rick over at uh, Low SWR. There was uh, Jerry Taylor over at Practical Amateur Radio Podcast. He finally shut the doors over there. And there were quite a few of us. I uh, was even my buddy Jeremy over at... Uh, Amateur radio Q and A. Yeah, I believe in Jeremy's case, it was the fact that was the fact that it was taking so much of his time that he needed to uh, focus. But you know, Jeremy's still in my friends list over at Facebook, so at least I get to see him and chat with him occasionally. But that's the whole thing. There was a handful of us that set forth back in the mid two thousand, early two thousand, the first decade of two thousand, that went out. Found the pieces, put it together. I mean, resonant frequency came from a thought one night while I was sitting listening to a podcast that, well, you know, maybe I can do this. So, no matter what, if we are, if the only person listening was me, well, I think it's pretty good because I had no idea how, how to do it when I got started. And I probably still have no idea how to do it now, but I will tell you this. Go listen to episode one, resonant frequency. That's how it started. And there was a group of guys that would, a lot of them came to me asking questions and stuff, and I did my best to help them get started. That's one of the reasons I am so uh, gung-ho where Jerry Taylor's concerned, because he came and we talked, and he was able to take it and make it his own. Russ, over at Linux in the Ham Shack, he and I started that show together, and when I left, he was able to take that and make it his own, and it's been on for over 400 episodes. But then you got the other guys, the ones that stood on our shoulders, the ones that, uh, well, for lack of a better way of saying it, they're in it for the money. My shows are free. They're Creative Commons. I don't have advertising. I don't do them for my health. I do them so I can help you guys. But then you've got uh, other guys out there, and this is something I said in one of those emails, that are uh, pumping out and doing their best to pump as much gar garbage out as fast as they can pump it out so that they can get numbers up so that they can try and make a living off of, uh, off of this. Well, good for them. If you are running commercials on your show, if you are pimping your own equipment, you're doing a commercial show. And I know one guy that lives less than a hundred miles from me that is pumping out garbage on multiple shows and pumping out garbage on, uh, YouTube and everything else. And okay, 
I didn't find any of his stuff very helpful when I was trying to get into DMR when I first got back on the air. I got more help from the guys over at Bridgecom. <laughs> of course, they were looking to sell more stuff, too. But that's the whole point. There's even one show out there that airs, is on the air, it's on a radio station for crying out loud. How more? How much more commercial can you get? And I have uh, listened to their show, and they really haven't haven't turned my crank. Where uh, their power lies is in the fact that they have a publicity engine and are able to pay for things like a registered trade name, uh, a, I'm sure, commercially built website, and all this stuff. Where I'm concerned, if you don't like the show, don't listen to it. Plain and simple. It's here for people to use if they need help. And I understand that these gripe sessions, not so much. And I know that some of the episodes are kind of bad, especially uh, back uh, probably nine months or longer ago because my wife nearly died on me and I had taken to drinking to try and uh, keep myself under control. And I was putting in 16, 17 hour days uh, just taking care of her hospital business, keeping my house running, which is not much of a house, um, and all that stuff. And it's not an excuse, and I've got that under control, and that's why I've been trying to bring y'all more helpful information for a while. But the bottom line is, if you object to what's on my on my show, and start your own show. If you object to what's on my website, well, I'll tell you right now for... I think it's fourteen dollars a month, and then I think it's twelve, fifteen dollars a year. Uh, you start your own website all day long. Well, actually, I have seven URLs. Uh, three are my call sign. One is resident frequency. One is my personal non-amateur radio call, uh, URL. And now there's Larry's URL and one or two others. Anyway, so quite honestly. It's not hard. Go over to Namecheap, GoDaddy, uh, oh crap, our club website's on one of them. Uh, one of the let us set you a website up places. But that's the whole point. If you don't like my website, don't look at it. Get your episodes off of iTunes, Google. Um, I was working on Mixcloud today, or SoundCloud, and... I mean, there's a lot of places you can put that show out and not even have a website. So, the way I pretty much finished it up was I I let uh, let James know about the huge amount of hours I've done in research, the huge amount of hours I've done in finding music over the years, the huge amount of hours that I've uh, spent looking for uh, artwork and stuff for the website. Uh, you know, just all this stuff, all this time and energy. You know what? In a couple of years, resonant frequency will be 20 years old, and we're still not commercial. And we can stand there and look at all the guys that are screwing over the amateur radio operators because they have commercial shows. I am not talking about the guys that are out there plugging away, and I am not talking about, uh, well, I know there's two or three clubs around the country that have, show, have shows. One of the guys who was getting his business going uh, when... He would come to me and Russ and ask Russ and ask questions. Uh, he was up in uh, Canada, where James is. And quite honestly, I found a few things that would have been thought of as objectionable that have come out of Canada. 
at the time that it was on the air, Second City Television would have been uh, objectionable to a lot of people. Of course, then again, we ended up with John Candy, Harold Ramis, quite a few others off of that show in Canada. But the bottom line is, uh, it's my website. The show is yours. I do the shows for y'all. If there's objectionable content, well, there's a certain element of me in all these shows. And you do have to understand, and I will say this because we have run long, but I will say this much. The KB5JBV that you hear on this show is not the KB5JBV you hear on Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast. The KB5JBV you hear on Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast is not the same KB5JBV as you hear on the first 100 episodes of uh, Linux and Hamshack. And I will remind you people that until y'all, until somebody starts paying me for these shows, when the deal is struck and this becomes my job and not m- me giving back to the amateur radio community, when it starts doing that, then our content can be decided on by committee, whether it's the website, which I need to remind folks from time to time, uh, we have had a quote website, as it were, since the bulletin board days, the telephone bulletin board days, uh, the initial impetus for a website or whatever grew out of a, <laughs> came out of a telephone bulletin board BBS named Resonant Frequency. There's been a Resonant Frequency newsletter, which was in production in the 90s. And as soon as HTML came in, there was a resonant frequency uh, website on the internet. It's more streamlined now, a whole lot easier to work with. But if you uh, you can go over to the Wayback Machine at uh, the Internet Archive. In fact, you can go out there and type uh, KB5JBV on Google, and you can end up at a couple of websites that were resonant frequency that. Uh, I can't get into to shut down or I leave there as a reminder. I know one of them's over at, uh, whatever that place is called, qsl.net or whatever, where, uh, the guy was giving away free web space for, uh, radio operator. Yeah, one of them's still up over there. I can't get in to take it down. And I look at it. I look at our website today and I'm like, man. But the upside of that one is that it was a labor of love, just like he showed. So, yes, I sat there and I coded all them pages by hand. Well, it's not a whole lot of pages, but I coded them by hand. And that's somebody who had no idea what I was doing when I got started. Quite honestly, nowadays, I really don't think I have a clue. But, and guys like James tend to remind me. I will let y'all know this, and then we do have to get out of here, because we oh, man, we're running way long. See, initially, I thought James was one of the... Uh, one of the transvestites down on Reddit. Y'all heard me talk about them in, uh, what was the episode? Evil Bitches, Reddit, and the lovely Cheryl. Cheryl is not one of those. But that's the thing. Over the entire time that there has been the current iteration of Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast, uh, as far as a website, I've had a handful of complaints. Probably less than ten. Maybe even less than five. And the biggest problems, biggest issues I've had lately is this guy in Canada and the trannies down on Reddit. 
but I have the same words for them, which is, if you don't like it, don't look at it. If you don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. Now, for my international listeners, before I go, I will tell you, we have a pestilence sweeping over the land here in the United States where everybody thinks that they should not be um, offended by what other people do. They should not be offended by historical monuments and stuff that uh, have been there forever. So they damage them, tear them down, have them removed, all this other stuff. And I'm not going political. I just want to let y'all know. And even if you use the wrong combinations of, of words in a Facebook post. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I wish I had a show about Facebook. I could make a living off that one. But if you use the wrong combination of words or you put a picture on, because they have stuff to check the text in pictures now, and it will be gotten rid of, removed, and you may actually be banned. But I will tell you this. I'm making sure everybody knows what got banned from me because I go down through my history list when it pops up and about half of the stuff that's in my history list was acceptable when I posted and now it says that this is, this is not visible or it has been removed. So we got a long way to go here in the U.S., but quite honestly, Karen Karen touched feeling and one of the guy's points was that his ladies would object to the pictures and stuff. Well, hand them a copy of the MP3 file. I know they ain't gonna like this one. Even though we're doing our best to include the ladies now because the ladies are included now. Far more so than they were when I started the show. First started when I did the first episode of Resident Frequency Adventure Radio Podcast. So with that, I've sat here and I've rambled. Y'all know that Richard Radio Adventures is Ramblecast for the most part. And those of you that have been with me since the start, you know that I started off rambling into a, a, a Santa clip that had a microphone on it, just so I could keep getting content out one way or the other. So with that, we're going to keep y'all posted on the club. We're going to keep y'all posted on Aries. We're going to make sure that uh, someday when I die, that Colton gets to be the boss. So with that, y'all have a great week, a couple weeks. Just past field day, I didn't even get a chance to talk about that. So, y'all have a great couple of weeks. Get out there operating the radio. Make sure you spend some time with your family because there is a holiday coming up where you should. And we'll talk to y'all next time. This is KB5JBV. Good morning. Stop it. This is KB5JBV and uh, 7 3, everybody.